Hello. <laughs> hey. Hello, Lauren, and welcome to Where Is Anne and Grace. Thank you so much for coming on. You're very good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so I met Lauren, it must be like four years. Four, oh no, three. No. Yeah, no, coming up to four years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I met Lauren on my first season for Eurocamp. We met in the south of France. Um, I literally still remember you coming into the campsite. I was like, oh my God, yay, another girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we obviously did Eurocamp together in France. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about that experience? What made you do it? Would you do it again? What was your kind of highlights and lowlights? Yeah, sure. So back in 2017... I decided to do Eurocamp as a holiday courier. Um, to be honest, I'd wanted to do it for ages. So, like, ever since I was a kid, I used to go on holiday at, like, Canvas holidays. And I used to always see them and think, <laughs> oh, that would be such a good job. They were always, like, looked like they were living the best life. So I thought that looks like a well-chilled summer job. Um, and I just had <laughs> the idea of, like, living, like, in a holiday destination for the whole of summer. So I think I applied around February time and had my interview down in Northwich. Um, and they, I think they replied pretty quick to say I had the job. But it wasn't until July when I found out where I was going. Um, I think I only found out about two days before, like where I was, uh, literally two days after the call. Uh, that's sort of where I got a bit nervous because <laughs> it was fine until I got dropped off and then uh, the airport was really busy because it was July and everyone was in holiday mode and I was on my own and I was like oh I'm not gonna know anyone what if I'm literally working like on my own or with someone that I don't get on with what if there's nothing to do um so I was quite panicked until I got there really and obviously you get picked up at the airport by like the manager or the area manager so that's quite nerve-wracking as well so then you get driven back to your campsite um and then <laughs> when I got there there was no one like at the campsite to meet so I was just nervously waiting for people people were working or at the beach or whatever but as soon as I got there and we had our first night I instantly loved it we had a really big team didn't we there was like 13 of us something like that so that was pretty cool and then the first day we didn't have to work it was the second day where they had us working um obviously like your first day you don't really know much so hello can you hear me now yeah I can hear you okay Hi. sorry I think that was my internet um you were just talking about so you arrived at the campsite and there was like no one there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was so nervous I was like where is everyone and then you're like and then you awkwardly meet people at that stage, don't yeah. you? Because people are, like, working. So it's just like, oh, hi. It's not really until, like, the evenings and, like, you sort of have that social, like, the few drinks and stuff that you get yeah. to know people properly. Yeah. That's such a hard thing coming into, like, such a big group. And, like, everyone's kind of rushing around. I remember that happened to me my second year. I just arrived and I was just sitting in my tent, like, waiting for someone to come back from work. <laughs> Literally. And did you enjoy the job itself? <laughs> well I did and then I I did but I didn't I I liked yeah. how chilled it was and yeah. it was like it, I also quite liked how active it was I swear I like lost weight because you're on your feet oh all God, day yeah. and it's hot and so you're not it's not like an office job you're not sat down um 
I did get a bit fed up of cleaning after a while. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was fine, like, because you got it done in the morning. Um, and, like, you could be on the beach at 2 o'clock if we had a good day. So there was oh, yeah. positives. Mm. Um, as long as all the customers weren't too hard work, it was fine. Yeah, I think it was, like, a nice little routine as well to kind of, like, we had our little lunch break in the sun and then we could go to the beach after work. Yeah. Once it was, there obviously was a lot of stressful days, but... I think overall, like that year, it was definitely, it was worth the kind of the sweaty clean and then going around. Like we definitely got our 10k steps in every. Oh, day. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and was that your kind of first experience of working abroad? Yeah, that was the first time I had yeah. actually worked abroad. Yeah, and being abroad okay. and did, alone as well. Okay, did it give you kind of a taste for? working abroad and stuff (laughs) yeah definitely I mean apart from the fact that like pretty much everyone like wasn't like French or you know it was pretty much like being at home but away just in France (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. that's what's kind of good it's good for like your first time kind of working or living abroad because you kind of have the comfort of you're still working for like a UK company and everyone there is from like UK or Ireland so it's not a complete culture shock yeah definitely and then you've instantly got things in common and yeah yeah that's good and then was it the next summer the summer after you went to Barcelona um so I went to Barcelona in it was January 2019 so like oh yeah okay a year and a half after and what made you what made you go to Barcelona that was to do with college yeah so I did (laughs) I did a degree that was like a year abroad um Mm -hmm. it had to be Spanish speaking um and you could like study or you could work or you could like volunteer I was quite set on working because Mm. I couldn't be bothered doing uni (laughs) well money and I couldn't be bothered doing uni like I just I heard it was quite like hard work so I was like I'll work not for me (laughs) definitely (laughs) and actually I was set on Madrid the whole time I was searching I was like I'm going to Madrid I was like definitely Madrid I actually I got offered a job in Madrid and for whatever reason like the management changed and they were like we no longer need interns I was like I was devastated (laughs) and then they were like and then the same people knew a company in Barcelona and oh there's a job in Barcelona and at that point I was like fine but I don't want to go to Barcelona you'll have to drag me to Barcelona (laughs) and I had like this perception in my mind because I went to Barcelona on a school trip when I was like in high school so when I was like 13 14 and I I think we went to all like the touristy places and I found it a bit mm, I was like oh great it's gonna be really touristy and I didn't really you know it was a different experience but as soon as I got there it was like wow I'd made the right decision like it's now my favorite city I feel like that was definitely like a blessing in disguise like you were meant to go to Barcelona definitely I feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed Madrid as anywhere near as much and how did you go about getting a job did you have to was there like a program to apply through uni or did you just have to kind of you were left to your own to do it you were pretty much left on your own um and there was hardly any jobs actually I actually had to pay like a like a recruitment company, I think it, didn't, it wasn't mm. much you paid, um, but they had paid internships, whereas a lot of the internships you saw advertised weren't paid. Okay. So I feel like I paid about £400, but when I look at the salary that I earn compared to like the other jobs without yeah, the recruitment you company, got it yeah, back. it was yeah. sort of worth it uh, because yeah. it's quite hard to try and find a job 
that was paid in Barcelona. Of course, yeah. Um, and how did you go about finding accommodation? So, because you're, I've, I visited Lauren twice in Barcelona, <laughs> and she very kindly let us all stay in her apartment. And it was absolutely gorgeous. It was, isn't um, it? What was that experience like? Was that tough, or was it kind of easy enough to find one for a reasonable price? Well, there was quite a lot on the online actually, but I was quite, I was very set on living on my own just because. I didn't know anyone in Barcelona and I yeah. wanted people to be able to come and visit me and, you know, the, there wasn't issues with other housemates or whatever. And I always think it's a yeah. bit risky if you don't know who you're going to live with. And it's, you know, it was, course, it was nine yeah. months. I didn't want it to wreck my experience. So I thought I'm going to save up and live on my own. And I actually use a website called Spot a Home. I don't know if you've heard of it. Okay. And they do it like <laughs> they do um, cities all over Europe. But basically what they do is they won't show you the flat instead they take you on like a video tour and they literally go into so much detail like they show you inside the cupboards and everything of all of these different flats that's brilliant it's really good and then they have like this guarantee so if you turn up at the property and it's not as it was advertised and you're not happy with it you can either have a full refund you can change property like they're really good but as soon as I got to the property I I knew it so well (laughs) because I've seen this video I like knew where the cupboards were I knew like how many shelves there was in the bedroom it was it was really it was a very good experience actually very smooth you'd already kind of mentally unpacked everything yeah I already knew where all my clothes were going so I definitely recommend them as a company for finding a flat abroad that's brilliant because I think we've all experienced like seeing pictures of like whether it's apartments or hotels and they're taken at a really good angle that the room looks huge and then you get there it's like oh okay. <laughs> yeah and you can't hide it as well on a video can you yeah no that's brilliant and did you have to get like a visa going across or was it um it was up because it was through uni was it through the Erasmus program it was through the Erasmus program but yeah. I had a bit of a nightmare with this <laughs> basically oh, <laughs> to work in Spain you need an NIE number which is basically like yeah. a I think it's a bit like a national insurance number in the UK. Mm. And it's essentially like this number that you need to work to have tax or whatever. So I heard about this number, this NIE number. (laughs) This number. number. And uni were like, oh, it's fine. What you can do is you can turn up at the police station in the morning and they just, you can queue up and get an appointment. It's fine because there was an online portal to try and get an appointment, but it was impossible to get an appointment. Mm. So... I emailed uni and they were like, yeah, it's fine. You'll just be able to turn up. So <laughs> <laughs> Sounds too good to be true. <laughs> so I, it, this was like two or three days once I'd arrived in Barcelona. I'd spoken to my work and they were like, yeah, just go and get this number and then you're good to start. Uh, and I turned up at the police station and they were like, <laughs> definitely not. Where have you heard this? And I was oh, like, oh, gosh. my uni. And like this Spanish police woman was shouting at me at like five in the morning. <laughs> and basically it turns out that that was not the process at all (laughs) and I was literally like I was like what am I going to do because I wasn't allowed to work and then I wasn't earning the salary I thought I was going to earn and I was just I'd only been in Spain like a few days and I was panicking I was like what am I going to do am I going to like because you couldn't get these appointments at all um I kept trying to get them and I couldn't manage at all um because apparently they only come on at like weird times and they literally go in five seconds that they're that popular right um, I did manage to get one and it was like, so this was the start of January and it was the end of Feb. And I was like, I can't sit here and not work for two months. Yeah, God. Because I would have failed the Erasmus, like part of the degree you had to do 
think it was eight months working. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? So I obviously, I phoned uni and I was like, you know, this thing you told me is not true. <laughs> <laughs> and they, um, what actually happened was I actually used a lawyer um, that specialised in like, I don't, I don't know how, but basically they can fast track getting these appointments. Oh, okay. And they did the whole thing for me. I didn't even have to go in. I just had to go oh, and get brilliant. like this form signed and they did it for me, but it cost like £300. Um, so then moaned to uni and got the money back because I said, well, oh, that's good. You're... Sometimes for them type of things, it's just worth paying a bit of money. Definitely for the peace like, of mind. Just for the hassle, yeah. Yeah, it was so I, When I was coming over to Scotland from Ireland, I had to get a national insurance number. Yeah. Long Funny story, I still don't have it because of COVID. They're not giving them out at the minute. <laughs> but... <laughs> so... But it's okay because Ireland and England, like you're allowed to work in between. Um, but I like paid a company to do it for me because I was like, oh, I'm not going through all that hassle. Like I just gave them sixty pound. I was like, here, you can do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they I emailed them and they still like I think they're just probably out of business now because they're not giving national insurance numbers. And I emailed them. I was like, um, I still haven't got my national insurance number. I'm going home next month, and I, I'm just I've said goodbye to that sixty pound because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think normally it would. Just at the minute, like they're just not really giving them out, but <laughs> no, it's a shame, um, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> I know, but I didn't have to pay national insurance, so we'll keep that hush hush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you went over with you, obviously, you were studying Spanish, so you had a good bit of Spanish. Yeah. Um, were you fluent to going over, or was it a bit of a struggle, or did you kind of learn it more as you went, or what was your experience? So I feel that? like I went over with like a decent, like I could probably just about get by um obviously yeah. that made loads of embarrassing mistakes <laughs> but oh. luckily my job was like half in the main office and then half in like the warehouse um obviously in the main okay. office everyone speaks English because that's like a criteria to have like an office job um but mm. in the warehouse no one spoke English oh, <laughs> which was good because I feel like if I was just at the main office you wouldn't really you no, wouldn't learn as much. As so much, yeah. that was where I did most of like my Spanish improvements, like speaking to the the Spanish warehouse workers. So it, no, it helped a lot. And then um, one of the interns that I was training and got on really well with, she was from Colombia, so she helped me a lot. And she wanted oh. to improve her English. I wanted to improve my Spanish. So we like did an hour in each, which was really beneficial. That's brilliant because that's what I found kind of not annoying but like a bit disappointing about like when we were working for Eurocamp I was like oh I'm gonna learn so much French like you think like being in a country for like a few months yeah. or a few weeks you'd learn the language but when you're working with like just all other English speakers like you don't you just don't pick up the language really so it's good to actually like be in a work environment where you have you're kind of forced to learn it no 100% I feel like the only thing I yeah. can read in French is a menu <laughs> in the restaurant <laughs> that's all that matters that's so bad <laughs> that's all you need to know and um, expenses wise and kind of moving over did you have to save for a long time or was it like what what was the build up to it was it expensive or I know you've kind of gone through like you had to pay a good amount um but were you saving for a good while or is it something you could kind of do and just go the next one? I think for Barcelona, you could if you could actually do it the next month. I found food mm. and drink and like day-to-day sort of life, restaurants, etc. Yeah. I found it a lot cheaper than like Manchester. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, my rent was obviously expensive, but that's I say for that um like in advance. So that that was sort of covered okay. before like my day to day. Um yeah, no, I had yeah. to be fair, I had like leftover money. I thought it'd be a lot more expensive. It was a lot cheaper than I anticipated, which was great. Um, that's good. So it's just kind of rent, that's the main expense, obviously. Like yeah, I think and Barcelona is yeah. actually the most expensive place in the whole of Spain. Which shows how, how oh, cheap brilliant. it is in Spain, but um, no, it's a yeah. lot cheaper than here, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember I was shocked, like, when we went out for dinner and stuff, because obviously, like, Dublin is even more expensive than yeah. Manchester, and I was like, is this, like, actually the price? Like, this is so... It oh, is good, so isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. Um, and what was your, moving on from Barcelona, what was your favourite holiday you've ever been on? Because you have been, you've done a fair bit of traveling for considering like you've been in uni and like you're only young um like you've been a lot of places what would be your favorite holiday I feel like that's ever? such a hard question because I feel, <laughs> I feel like to pinpoint <laughs> one place I'd say oh you're more in you're most, interesting. most interesting and a favorite I'd say most interesting yeah have to be I really enjoyed China for some reason I would yeah like when we were going to China I was a bit like I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, and I don't know. I don't even know why. I was a bit like, mm. yeah. But I guess because it's, it's very. I think that's what like scared me. I think I was a bit like, I didn't know what yeah. to expect. And like Shanghai, <laughs> out of the because we went to three yeah. cities. We went to Shanghai, Beijing, and Xi'an. And Shanghai was like, I could live there. It was. It was oh, really it was so like cosmopolitan. It was just there was so much going on. I thought Shanghai, like, I would go back in a heartbeat. I also like Beijing and Xi'an, but nowhere near as much as Mm. Shanghai. So that was... Yeah, Shanghai I'd say that was pretty cool. And then, like, favourite holiday is probably Parga, Greece. I just love Greece. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just that chilled, laid-back lifestyle. It's dreamy. Yeah, like, the baked cheese and the... It's just... It's just the best. I just... (laughs) You yeah, it's just like a very relaxing, and, nice, chilled vibe. Yeah. Brilliant. And what would be your dream destination? Like, if there was no COVID, money wasn't an object, and you could just pick up and go anywhere you wanted so, to. I was think I've been thinking about this for ages, but a trip around Canada. <laughs> I really want to see Canada. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> I expecting want to know what that. You're I thought you were going to say like the Maldives or Bora Bora. Now, do you know what? Sometimes right, I get a bit bored of just sort of sunbathing holidays. I, I quite like to go out and, and yeah, see stuff. Yeah. So for me, like an exciting holiday, I find it a bit boring sunbathing. I'll be honest. As much yeah. as I love a tan. And you get you get a tan in about five minutes, <laughs> so you're fine. I wish. <laughs> but I get, re- I get really bored even on a holiday. So like, I, I quite like a seeing yeah. and doing holiday. And I've been looking at Canada for mm. so long because... Oh, I just, I'd love to do like a trip around there and do all of the the national parks. Um, definitely. And then in terms of like... Rent, rent a little... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like drive around. Um, and aside from that, I think Prague, in terms of e- Europe, Prague is next on the list. Yeah. Yeah, Prague's definitely such like a good... That should be our next like girls weekend break was Prague. 100%. I was meant to go there... Um, last March oh. <laughs> it's one of those places you know you always say you want to go and then it's been years and you're like still, still not been yet yeah you can forget about it and it's so cheap to go to like it'll yeah. be such an easy weekend break so whenever we can that'll be our next one definitely and 
what would be your dream place to live? I know you just moved into a, a lovely little house a few <laughs> weeks ago, but if you were to move anywhere in the world, or I think yeah, I know your answer to this, but you can you can tell the people. <laughs> I'd have to say Barcelona. Honestly, I would. I would like oh, <laughs> if I could have like a good job and set up out there. I would have yeah. a beach villa in Castle de Fels, which is like a little beach town, sort of half an hour out of Barcelona on the train, and then. My, You've given yeah. some thought. I like it. And I'd also like a little crash pad in the city centre, like a little weekend. Of course, yeah. Basically, probably the flat I had originally. I could have that as a little crash pad. But I would. Oh, I just yeah. think it was so laid back. The people are a lot more relaxed. I just, I love it out there. I feel like it's such a, like, when I, 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 I was surprised at how much I liked Barcelona. Like, I knew I'd yeah. like it. But when I went, like, it's literally, like, I'd say it's probably my favourite city in Europe because it's such a good balance between you have like the kind of yeah. city vibes and you have the beach vibes but overall it's everyone's just so like nice and relaxed and chilled and everyone's just having like beers and like the food and drink is so cheap like and it's like it's such a quick flight from like Ireland and England like yeah. it's the perfect oh, it's, city. It's amazing. <laughs> I just love like the palm trees and the like I love a city beach. I also I could actually mm. live in Miami as well. I loved Miami. I yeah, I always said that it's kind of like yeah. No, I lived in Miami. Like I'd go back there as well. I feel like I could happily live yeah. a city with a beach. I think it's a criteria. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I know it's almost impossible to plan holidays and trips and stuff at the minute, and it's it's a bit of a nightmare. But do you have anything planned or anything optimistically in your mind You're like okay if we can go that's kind of the next place I want to go mm, well <laughs> I had to book my holiday work <laughs> the other day and I've booked 10 days Ooh. early September mm. yeah that's a good time I feel like that's pretty safe that's what I'm hoping bet. and in terms of destination yeah I, don't, I really don't know it depends I keep seeing on the news where, where it's available I'll, honestly anywhere where it's sunny I'll go Wherever lets me in, yeah. I'll go. Yeah. So I feel like this year, it <laughs> anyone, will be like, oh, I've wanted to go here for so long. It'll be, oh, there was flights and they let me in. So I went. Yeah, it's kind of where it's convenient. That's the same with me. Yeah, I'm just like, I just need a bit of sun, a beach, cheap drinks. <laughs> yeah, just abroad. Like, <laughs> anywhere. Even though, like, technically I'm away from home now, but it doesn't feel like it because, like, Ireland and Scotland, like, you know, it's there's so no cold, sun here. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, will exactly. do. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, thank you so much, Darren, for coming on the podcast. You're oh, thank very you for having good. me. And hopefully, we get to see each other sooner rather than later. So we haven't had our yearly. Our I know it's been a whole year. year. Can't believe it. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, yeah, jeez, because it was it February. Yeah, we had no That's idea sad. about coming. No. <laughs> Okay, I'll let you go because I know you've had a long day. And um, thank you so much. Oh, for thanks so much there. for having me. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>